In the house today, we have a special guest. It's going to be a good, good episode. This one's mainly for the women. Hey, uh, and the men that, yeah. like me, who are forced to watch the show <laughs> because of their women. women. <laughs> Cupid, Cupid show right yeah, here. To my left, we have DeMar Jackson. What's going on, everybody? How yeah. we feeling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the energy. Hello, hello. I love hello, it. Hello, I love it. <laughs> Hey, Damar, we, we appreciate you, man. Like, uh, fun fact, I met Damar um, through a mutual friend. Shout out to Eddie and mm-hmm. my boy Josh who, you know, uh, introduced me to him because uh, Damar is a big time, you know, bachelor guy. And I got, like, picked to be on the show. And, like, I was like, oh, yeah, we know somebody that, that was on the show. And, and I reached out to Damar, cool guy, man, like, gave me some some real good advice on it. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm excited to get into your story, man. Let's get into oh, it. Oh, yeah, I got a lot to talk about, like a lot of just fun stuff, things that people don't think about. Yeah. Ask me. And so that, that's what in. we want to hear. We don't want to yeah. hear the typical stuff, you know, where everyone's already seeing, you know, or being asked about. But uh, Q, yeah, take like, us home. You know, the questions after the game, they ask the basketball players. How was it? Yeah. We just got to <laughs> execute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, did you like, win the game or did uh, you lose great, the game? Great, great team win. Yeah. Great team win today. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> So we can even um, predate your experience on mm-hmm. the show. So you want to talk to us and tell us a little bit about, uh, oopsie, no, yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> what you were doing uh, before you got the call or the opportunity. Yeah, man. Okay, look, so you guys may or may not know, so my full-time job still to this day is a, I'm a full-time spin, spin instructor. That's so cool. So, I'm, so, so I'm surrounded cool. by, on average, you know, 30 to 50 ladies in the class for any class, I teach about 10 times a week. So I have a constant clientele following of just that. I mean, some guys come too, but naturally you're going to see about 90% women in my class, right? So I had these. And was that always in Scottsdale or was this in San Diego too? No, from no, where um, I've, I've only been spinning here in Arizona. Okay. So I was teaching at our Scottsdale location and our Tempe location here at the Madison. And at my Tempe location at the time, because this is all once again pre-COVID, by the way. Pre-COVID. Okay. Pre-COVID. So... I had two of my loyal like clientele, uh, shout out Ray, shout out Emily, and they were like, hey, me and my husbands, we watched your show, or watch the show, we watched the show, The Bachelorette, and we think you'd be a good fit for it. Would it be offensive if we uh, applied for you? And I was like, like, nominate you. I'm like, that's not really offensive. I don't, first of all, I don't think it's going to happen. Because like that show, like you get on, on average for every season, you see anywhere between five to 10,000 applicants. Depends yeah. on the person, depends on who's going to be lead and all this kind of stuff. So when they told me that, I'm like, sure. I'm single at the time, nothing much going on. I'm still young at that time. I'm still in my mid-20s, 26. And I'm like, sure, just throw my name out there in the hat. That say, say the month was August at that time. Say August of 2019. Okay. Fast forward to October 2019, so two months later, I get a random call from an L.A. number. I'm getting ready to teach my class. All of a sudden... It's like a random say, hey, this is so-and-so from The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Do you have time to chat real quick? And I'm like, what? Then my mind clicked to Ray and Emily. I was like, oh, I forgot. Two months ago, we talked about this being a thing. And now it's a thing. My first initial talk to them, I was like, I don't have time. I'm, I'm about to drive to teach my class in five yeah. minutes. Can we save this for tomorrow by chance? Like, Because I'm going to need time to sit down and like prep myself Process for and whatever you yeah. want to ask. And she's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. Talk to you tomorrow. That was it. Click. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. Well, that was easy. So we uh, go throughout the day, teach my class. The very next day, I uh, get the call back. Answer the time. We sit down for about 30 minutes. And she was like, well, you got nominated by two of your writers, it looks like, from your spin class. 
Um, we would love to go through more interviews with you, but we looked at your Instagram already. So they already pre-screened you, by the way, okay. on your Instagram. Mm -hmm. And if, say, for example, if you are having a private Instagram, whoever nominated you, they're obligated to like show them pictures of your Instagram and pictures of yourself oh. so they know who they're getting. <clears throat> So they, they vet you out really deep. So when people are talking about they didn't really search you that hard, chances are, man, they, they, they dig. They I feel honored, man. They, yeah. 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 Hey, we we, deep. Hey, we moving yeah. up in the world, So then, uh, sorry, go ahead. You to talk. No, no. Okay, my bad. All right, so we get to a point where um, now October's over and done with. I say, yes, why not? Let's. We'll see what happens because the chance of me still getting to that point is still very slim. Let's just say if 8,000 people applied, I'm one. One of 8,000 chances to hit it, eh, we'll see. Odds. I'm thinking about bets now. Right? Yeah. So, uh, odds are pretty slim. <laughs> that boy love is parlays. Yeah, parlays <laughs> so, chance of me even getting to that moment, very slim. And there's like four or whatever rounds of interviews at this point in time. Second round interview, a couple weeks later, bang that out. I, I get past that one. Oh, was that good. local? So, was it here? So these interviews all happen, say, via phone or okay. um, via, like, Skype or Zoom or whatever they're doing, all virtual for now, before they have to pay money to fly you out. I got Okay. So, okay. Right, yeah, so say if there's four rounds mm -hmm. of interviews or even three rounds of interviews, on my second one, I did the local stuff, the stuff via phone, the stuff via virtual. I'm just, like, connecting with them, emailing, all that kind of stuff. So fast forward now, once again, maybe right two or so months out from the initial area or filming date, it's a say it's like December, and they hey, okay, um, we have an in person interview for you now. You move on to the third round, it's in Santa Monica. Can you meet us out here, um, by Friday? And I'm like, it's like Monday, and I'm like, ah, uh, you know what? I made this far, let's keep going, yeah. right? So, me and two of my buddies hopped in my car, drove down to Santa Monica for a 15 minute interview, drove Ooh. back. <laughs> I was Dang. tired. That's exhausting. I, I thought it was going to be like more of an experience. Mm -hmm. No. You come into a room, sit there, cool, take a picture, cool, write this down, cool, all right, you're done. And I'm like, that, that's it? That was it? <laughs> I thought it was going to be more yeah. of a moment. Like at least know? fly me out yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, I had to drive. I live here in Arizona, so if you really want, you got to drive to him. And yeah. I drove to him. So now fast forward a little bit more. I now get this This one of the last calls. I'm like, hey, congratulations. You made it to our hotel round of interviews. And I was oh. like, okay, what does that mean? Like, now we fly you out. Now we're in a hotel for two or three nights. Now you're going through all this and you have an um, extensive, you know, personality quiz. This, like I'm talking about, you're testing the entire time you're there. Damn. So when I'm talking about the event, you're not just there just for shits and giggles. Right. No one, no one there is crazy, by the way. And if you are crazy, it's probably to like the most extent of being sane before you get crazy yeah. so they know what buttons to press. So you're not just going on there just to be like, oh. They so is this the part where you and I were discussing earlier where they've already taken your phones away and everything yet oh, or not so, yet? So in this particular moment, not yet. Okay. Not yet. So they're still doing interviews. Interviews, you're not necessarily okay. there, so they're just seeing if you're going to be a good fit. So anyways, you, uh, I'm there for like say two nights, for example. A lot of tests. I'm talking about every day, eight hours of just testing bubble scantrons this in front of a psychologist like, damn i'm back in school <laughs> literally like is there wrong answers i don't know i don't, I don't test know. in front of a psychologist yeah so a, a licensed therapist psychologist oh, wow. all that's that. kind of nerve-wracking i'm talking about you have std tests all that kind of stuff health things so there's nobody on that show that's unclean everybody's clean like you can you can assume what you want yeah you can assume yeah, right case going <laughs> you can assume assume what you want but everybody there they've been they're 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 tested like they're ready for tv basically 
He's like, all right, cool. If you make it past this round, so at this point in time, I'm now like a 50-50 chance. There's a good chance I might be on the show. And I was like, okay, cool. My heart's pounding. I'm like, all right. <laughs> let's, let's, let's sit back and wait for one last call. That last call comes. And, all right, here's what you got to know. You leave uh, seven days from today to go back to L.A., pre-COVID, by the way, seven okay, days from today, um, and you're going to be going here. Uh, we take your electronics as soon as you land, basically. There's going to be a driver waiting for you. You go to this hotel, and you do, the, you do the, the thing, you know, and you go from there. So I do that, and mind you, you have to pay for all your clothes yourself. They don't pay for any of your clothes. Um, you do all, like, everything has to be planned out. I don't mean to cut you out, yeah, DJ, wait. but uh, from a you running a business with the spin cycle, mm-hmm. where was your mental at that, at that mm-hmm. point? Be like, all right, well, now I got to leave this, but I got a business that I got to yeah. still run, you so know? I was already, like, prepping the people that are the closest to me at that studio. And I was like, hey, there's a chance I could be leaving for a little bit. And it could be in a week. It could be in two weeks. At that time, I didn't even know. So it's just so y'all be kind of ready because when I'll find out if I make it or not, if I make it, I might be out of here in like days after that. So I had to plan out my life almost to the full extent of what I could be going for, which is, could be upwards of two, three months. And I'm like, you might not see me for a little while. Yeah. If that's the case, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm going to be doing. Oh, so, so you did tell him that... My yeah, my coworkers and like okay. my, my, yeah. my boss. And you told him it was gonna be no contact between you neither, huh? Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. if I leave, like you can't. Yeah, so you I had can't to, reach everything out. set up before I leave, right? Mm, everything had smart. to be set up and ready to go, and that includes rent. Think about like think about paying for rent when you're gone, any kind yeah. of bills. You have to plan out your life a lot, That's and tough. you have to hopefully have some kind of money to where you can leave for three months, yeah, unpaid. By the way, unpaid. And hopefully, you yeah, because usually it's the main person, the bachelorette is the one getting paid, but the contestants are not. Our contestants are glorified, I guess, audition for what's to come after that. Yeah. And hopefully, make it all the way if if you're like investing. To set yourself up for other opportunities. Yeah, man. So, luckily, I had just enough to clear me for whatever I was going to be gone for two, three months, maybe with like rent and these small bills. And I was like, okay, well, I hope this works. All right. I hope this works. Pray to God. I hope it works. And so, for me in our season, we had no clue who was going to be the lead at the time. So we were going to a show going blind. And so, so you don't know who the girl is. At is, that that, time, is that what we you didn't mean? Know. Oh, and then they told I me. I thought they usually announced it like sometimes at the end they of, yeah. So they, they called me up on my last round and said, hey, you made it. But here's the bachelorette. It's Claire Crawley. She is on the older season, the older, like uh, the is bachelorette. That we had. At that time, she was 39. And I was 26. Dang. And I was like. Oh, okay, I'm still down. You, you never know what could happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still down. I just put my heart out there and see what, see what works. And I did that. And eventually, I agreed to go, left, went to L.A. And then by day three of being sequestered in the hotel, mind you, I had no phone or anything, uh, the lockdown started. So oh COVID started. So now when I'm halfway through the hotel, states about to start film, about to start filming, they pulled us back. They meet up with everybody in the rooms. Like, hey guys, we got to send y'all back home. Like oh. COVID, like there's there's a thing called you know coronavirus. Yeah. And no one really knew what it was at the time. LA, yeah. Yep. So I'm in my room, and this was I think if I remember correctly, it was like the Pelicans versus somebody, and their game was about to start. I'm watching the NBA game, right? It's about to start. Then they shut the game down. So when they shut, when they when they were actively shutting the games down, we were actively telling each other that we had to get flown back home too. So everything in LA and these higher networks Damn. was shutting down all production for presumably two weeks, right? For those two weeks, two weeks turned into two years. But it was, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, exactly. So we uh, are now 
flying back home. Mm -hmm. I remember this moment as well. They flew us back home. I'm excited to get back home because I'm now without my phone for about five, six days at this point in time. Can talk to any of my friends. I'm in a room by myself. I'm like not going crazy, but I'm like just tired. I don't know what's going on with Corona yeah. and COVID and everything. I get back home. I tell my friends what happened. I'm like, yo, they sent us back home. Corona's, I mean, COVID's coming. I don't know what's going on with that. So our first thought, let's go out and get some drinks before everything shuts down. <laughs> we go out, we go out, out, out to Maya. We go out to Maya, who we see Travis Kelsey and out there playing oh, beer with oh some football players out here having a no good way. time at Maya. And I was like, oh, this is kind of dope. Like everybody's out having a good time. Yeah. And then that's the last day the bars were open was when we were out there. Then they shut us down for real. Like no more bars out here in Scottsdale and everything. And then that. now we wait. So we wait. So the so back to the whole bachelorette thing. The cast now is about 30 guys, right? And the guys are now being looked up on on social media because now it's open knowledge. Everybody knows who's going to be on the show, yeah. mm -hmm. including Claire. So normally that's never a thing. When you meet the lead, they also meet you for the first time. Oh. But this is the first time they she knows exactly who is coming down to the mansion? She did her homework. Because usually the first impressions are usually when they meet them the first yeah, time, right? Yeah, for the first time. Yeah. I mean, now, don't get me wrong, she never met any of these guys, but yeah. now she has. Yeah, Instagram but like knowledge of, yeah, yeah knowing she, who's she, coming she can, she, If she really wanted to, she can look around. And I think that she probably she probably did that. Yeah. So, hey, Tay, sorry. Yeah, wait, wait. Did you say, ask if she did her homework? Well, you know, you know. Yeah, you got. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I didn't. I didn't really ask. He's like, oh, like, you think she played the rules? A, it nah, was more, I don't know. I would have looked. I would have looked. He knows. It was yeah. a terrifying. I would have vetted yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. She, yeah. She, she, she did her homework. She knew what she was going into. Oh no, she she made the curriculum. You know what's crazy too? Before you continue, is when you started the story, you were you mentioned it was two of your faithful cyclists that nominated you. How crazy is that, right? Surrounding yourself by people that support you and see you in a positive yeah. light yeah. can huge, literally huge. give you, like, that's amazing. Yeah. That, I, I mean, like, he's got a good support system around you. Shout them out, man. That's he already did. Yeah, yeah. Emily and Ray. Emily and Ray. Shout out Emily and Ray. Y'all some real ones. I personally never really watched the show. My mom watched the show. So I never watched the show until I was going through the process of being on the show. And I had to do my homework. Yeah. Go through the curriculum, right? I said, all right, on that season, what happened here? Where am I at? Who is Claire Crawley, right? So I'm trying to find out who's Claire. I went to Juan Pablo season, watched that entire season in like two days. And then I went to stuff that she was on to see, like, all right, is she? Damn, you really did your study. I had bro. to invest myself because, That's like, if you're bro. going to be married to a person, I want to know something about them. Yeah, yeah, if facts. I have the opportunity to. So I had a week to cram knowledge about Claire Crawley. And I did that. But to my, I guess, own demise because me having all this information and me being a friendly guy, I'm talking to guys and they're like, you, yeah. must, you must be a really fan of the show. And I'm like, well, I know what's going on because mm. if I'm going to marry this person, I want to know what yeah. the show's about. Right. And so I got Honestly, funny for that. But yeah. I, I don't think you should get flamed for that either because Absolutely you're, not. number That's one, right. in the short amount of time that I've known you already, yeah. you're a social butterfly. Yeah. But you also seem like you're someone that's organized mm -hmm. and you pay attention to detail. And so that's kind of like equivalent, I mean, playing basketball and stuff. Like you watch film, right, on the other yeah. team. So you're studying the got game. To. Yeah. You got to. And so you yeah. feel like a lot of the guys on there weren't doing that? Did you feel like you were one of the only ones that did all that kind so, of research and everything before going on? Uh-huh. I would say our guys, we had a lot of mature, like guys who were already in the profession. We had some doctors on there, some lawyers on there, people who are just really in their profession and all they were missing with that missing piece, like, of the woman that they want to help really have in, in their life. So them, they never really watched the show. 
I'd say out of the 30 guys that we shared that 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 summer with, 10 guys might have been like watching the show or knew of it kind of thing. So when they talked about limo entrances, role ceremonies, all these things, these dudes were clueless. Yeah. So I got to feel, um, um, feel, feel them in. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, we have role ceremony probably night. They're like, what's, what's that? And I was like, you get eliminated, you know that, right? Yeah. They're like, we get eliminated? Yeah, uh, they <laughs> They're like, what? No they even got eliminated. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, They okay, made it no. that far like, through the process. I'm and like, they, okay. And so. they giving you stuff what to say for those uh, ceremonies, like the interest and everything? No, that's, I would say it's half and half, bro. Like, okay. so. I feel like people, that's mainly the girl. She's the one deciding, like. Oh, right, you're uh, talking about when you're out the limo? No, like, no, no, no. Like the interest. Like, normally the producers yeah. kind of narrate that. So, I would say it's, say, it's not yeah. always produced, but sometimes it is for mm-hmm. me. Take oh, you're saying you it's scripted of who's leaving yeah. and who's coming in? No, no, oh, no, talking no, about no, how no. they come into like the house. Like how you yeah. come in your very first day when you meet them. Mm-hmm. So the, the, on the first episode, they have like an interest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, what was it? Like Meatball on the other one came in with the whole. Exactly. Yeah. The sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, so you guys have. a parachute one time? Like, yeah, so yeah. for me, I, I, I had the giant parachute. Yeah, that was you. So, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I did not have a limo entrance. Mine was just a solo entrance. So, Did you decide that, or they decided that for yeah, you? You know, it's neither here nor there. So I'm walking <laughs> up the entire way by myself, lung it up, boom, boom, went like a 20 foot parachute behind me. To you was, really making I a statement, DJ? <laughs> I, I literally forgot my name. The lights were bright. Dress, her dress was bright. I'm just walking. Bro, you almost made me chuck off my drink. <laughs> I kid you not. I walked to her and I saved my like. I wanted to say this little joke to her, said it to her, made her laugh a little bit. I was like, "All right," kept walking. She's like, "Wait, what's your name? Where are you from?" And I was ah, Tamar from Scottsdale. And kept. <laughs> we gonna, hey, we gonna find that clip. We're gonna, we gonna put that, that clip in there. there. Literally, they had to delete a lot of it out because I screwed my interest up so much. I walked. All you saw was me like give her a joke and kept walking. You, you didn't even see the extras to it. <laughs> but anyway, sorry. That kind of fast forward. But long story short, we sat there and wait for a while. She has access now to the guys that she chooses to want to see via Instagram or whatever the case is. COVID's locked down. You can't even leave your house for the most part, right? I get a call back, say maybe a month before I had to leave again for a second time. Say, hey, if you still are open to coming on the show, we would love to have you back. Um, and I, I started asking them like, oh, what? Well, Oh, so is everybody coming back? Because, I mean, I know there's people that are supposed to be on the season with me. Uh, we can't really discuss that just yet. You'll see when you get here. Cool. So I got a month now to plan, which is nice. But doing this all during COVID was hard because you had to do all the testing and stuff yourself at a at an authorized location. So they send you addresses of where to go to, uh, what appointment you can have, and all these kind of things. So you had to now orchestrate your schedule to match what they needed and when they needed to buy. If you didn't have any time, you probably couldn't make it. So I'm like... Rushing, rushing, rushing to get this done, this done, get this mail back to me, test sample back out there, fill the Scantron again, all these things. And I'm like, this is a lot. It's a giant project for a month. Mm. And then, but you have a month, though. It's nice. So fast forward now, it's COVID, and we're one of the first teams back on the filming train, right? So not too many things are open and on, but ourselves in the NBA bubble when the Lakers won a championship that yep. year. So like, that, that's, that's how long ago it feels yeah. now, the Lakers <laughs> in talks of winning anything. So um, They got their first dub oh, yesterday. Man, yeah, I'm so <laughs> well-deserved. So you're a uh, Laker fan? Yeah, I'm a Laker fan, man. I'm a Laker fan. It hurts right now, but yes. you know, it is what it is. Uh, so eventually we get to the, the, the space. We're at the resort now in La Quinta, down there in Palm Springs, it's hot. This is back when everybody thought that at 120 degrees, COVID can't exist. So we're burning ourselves up trying to trying to be there. 
Um, and that's kind of how it all started. And then now I'm on the show. Not all the guys that we were originally cast with made it. Only about a third of them made it back, including myself. Damn. And my boy Ivan that I talked to you about earlier. Everybody else was new face. I didn't know who anybody was. Not necessarily I didn't meet them earlier, but just I didn't know who any of these guys' Instagrams were. And I kind of yeah. had like a familiar eye, like who are these people? But that's kind of how my, my I guess, uh, origin story starts when it comes down to this kind of stuff. So I got a question then. Yeah. When you, I know you said, uh, Damar, you did like mm -hmm. research on Claire. Mm -hmm. um, and you said, because if you're going to spend you know, your life with someone, you, you want to know some information. Yeah, yeah. So I'm assuming then, I guess this is wrapped in the question, is you were open to it. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Okay. I, I was going to, because if I wasn't open to it, I wouldn't want to put myself out there knowing that this woman's 39 years old, I'm 26. Yeah, That's but do it. you feel like a lot of the guys, not mm -hmm. saying necessarily you, because uh, you were open to it, yeah. do you feel like they're going on there like, oh, I'm going to get a chance to be on TV, publicity sure. stunt? Yeah, sure. Or do you feel like, a majority of them are actually looking for love. Anything cherry on top that I'm getting afterwards is cool with me. Uh, what did yeah. you feel like the majority was? I must say it could be half and half. Even. Okay. You can even say half and half because <clears throat> a lot of the guys are open to the process. Mm, right. But once you start having to these interviews and these dates and this kind of thing, and you see somebody is moving faster than somebody else and you're getting in your head, then you're like, okay, am I invested in the process or am I invested in my own, I guess, elevation in what I can do for my own life. Yeah. Cause it's also like, show by the first week. Cause a day there feels like a week, a week feels like a month, a month yeah. feels like a year. So when you're there for three, four days, you're like, why am I here? Let me start acting ass. I'm talking to her anyway. I'm going to start just doing my own thing. Yeah. And you, people yeah. start to unravel because they may you not see their feel true like colors. It, it might not be as worth it to yeah. them yeah. to pursue that person. Then it will be just to credit themselves. Yeah. And they might not be even be like getting that type of attention because it's 30 guys. So she oh, has to entertain never, bro. all yeah. 30. But to like fast forward a little bit. So now we're, we're here, right? We're in the resort, you know, with COVID. So you mm -hmm. guys in a room. How was that process like? No foam access, no mm -hmm. 2K cod or anything nothing, like that. Nothing, Like, staying entertained and then transitioning into uh, you guys start kicking it off. So, you know, we don't really know what goes on behind the scenes. But, mm -hmm. like, um, how are those days looking for you guys? I know you guys pretty much have the camera on you 24 hours out the day. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so the people that you are the closest to while in the house or in that environment is your roommate. My roommate was Ivan. That's why I became really shout close. Shout out to Ivan. Yep, shout out to Ivan. So... If you are somebody who you're rooming with, you have a roommate, you have now the opportunity to talk to at least one person in the whole entire house, 30 guys, without a camera being there, without a mic being there, because okay. this is your room, it's your space. It's your space to But like if you're in like the main changed. living space, it's, oh, no, yeah, 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 you can't do it. Anything outside your actual room, because we had a hotel or resort rooms, because yeah. we're in a resort, anything outside of that, you're Damn. open to be filmed and be mic'd up. Because that's going to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the yeah. bathroom, they shut your mic off because right, they don't want to hear that. Obviously, I will hope so. If not, then delete the scene. It'll be crazy. You're going to find a video going to pop up viral. Yeah, I'm saying. Wild. So as soon as you leave your hotel room, uh, are you the one putting on the mic or they are already there ready like to mic you so up the and moment, everything? So there's like producers walking around the entire time with the big old campus that we're on. So if you walk out your room and they notice you're outside your room, hey, Demar, get mic'd up. Come on, let's go. And like they, they're like, they're oh, on top so of so it. Come on. Like, yeah, they're like, there's easily 10 producers around walking around and some are like chilling. Some are actively working. Some are waiting for you to come out. They may knock on your door. Bop, 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 bop. Hey, in about 20 minutes, be ready. Um, fully dressed, ready to go. You have interviews coming up. You're like, All right. Interviews are the most exhausting part of the whole process because you basically have 
roughly say three interviews a day. You have a breakfast interview, a lunchtime interview, and a dinner time <laughs> interview. Interviews can range between 30 minutes and an hour. So we can be doing this right here. It's crazy because sometimes they won't be showing 10-second clips on the yeah, show. That, you know yeah. what's going to make and what's not. Yeah. So they do a great job in telling you when the show starts. Like the executive producers, they come down and talk to you. Say, hey, guys, there'll be a lot of interviews. These interviews, take this as like your therapy session. A time for you just to talk to us about what's going on. A lot of these moments will not make TV. And you know it does not. Because if yeah. we talk three hours a day in front of a camera mm-hmm. and only 10 seconds may make it for that episode, then that tells you... 95% of what you say will never reach TV. But the other 5%, you know, there's a chance. So talk freely and have a good time with your producer who's talking to you. But if you say something good, we may keep that for ourselves. Yeah. You know, but other than that, just do what you got to do. So these interviews are getting exhausting. After the first week, you get tired of this because you want to wake up and maybe get a cup of coffee. Mm, you wake up, interview. Ooh, you wake yeah. up, boom. <laughs> Lunch time's coming around. You're like, hey, I'm, I'm going to get a sandwich. I haven't eaten like four, five, six, seven hours, whatever it is. Oh, no. Can you do an interview first? And it's like an hour interview first before we do that. And you're like, like I'm hungry. Can I get some fuel in me first? Irritable. And on top of that, sleep is not a thing. They don't value sleep is not a part of the show. Right. You don't see anybody yeah. sleeping because yeah. no one sleeps. <laughs> so, so on so average, how, how many hours of sleep you get in a day? On average, anywhere between two to four. Mm-hmm. Damn. So the so out of the first two days, sorry, the first three days that we were there, two of those days was twenty four hour days. So we didn't go to sleep. So there's like out of the first three days we were there, because that's the biggest, longest moment. So as much interest as the longest role ceremony, they had to introduce every guy, they had to make make it a show. So the first three nights, for example, the first night you're not sleeping. You you, you cancel sure. that. Like you can you can kill any thought of taking a nap. Kill that. <laughs> the next day, they give you a lot to like recover to like ten hours of sleep, what you want to need, you know, food delivered to you. Like, to, all right, thank you for. Like, and at this point, there. everything is covered while you're there, even though. Oh like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. you're not paying for anything while oh. you're there. And the very next day, we have another long one because this might be a, a very important day to to document. Then the days get easier from there when it comes down to role ceremonies. The toughest role ceremonies are like the first two, the first one especially. Because there's 30 guys. Every guy has to have an interview. Every guy has to, and the interviews are about close to an hour, 30 minutes. Yeah. So going through that many it's people, time, that all has Interviews. A, yeah. And then every guy has their entrances. Every guy has um, a possible moment where they have to talk to a group of guys, two, three guys. And then they may pull a couple guys here and there to talk to the lead to like get their one-on-one time. So the first day, it can be about a 10 to 12-hour night, you know, because... You're filming when the lights are low, when it's like um, when it's nighttime, that's like the the camera's crew's next shift. Like, all right. Uh, for this night scene, basically, we want all you guys to be over here. And it's like midnight. And that's when we're starting for the night. And you're oh like, all right, let's, let's go. Let's get it. So when people get irritable and when people have like, you know, these big, low emotional moments and people want to fight and people get hungry. It's because like you literally are those things. Now they do feed us. They do have all these things like people might grab some drinks. It's supposed to be fun. But that's the thing. It's like it's a big summer camp that people spend a lot of their heart and emotion on. Mm. So when you connect with some of your friends, your boys out there, I think the producers kind of hate that. They're like, you are spending so much time talking to this person. Why not talk to the lead? And you're like, I don't see them that often. Mm. So that's kind of what a big thing too. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so would you say uh, on Bachelor and Bachelorette, do you feel like uh, everybody, like, you know, the 30 guys that you start out with, even when people, are, is everyone like actually like chill with each other? 
obviously you're you know in any setting that you go to mm-hmm. even outside the show there's going to be a couple guys that you click with a little bit more yeah, than yeah. somebody else or do you feel like the beef and stuff that they have on the show is that real beef or is it like fake beef for oh, you know it, the views it, it just depends on the person man it depends on the season so for us um i would say there, there was some kind of real beef there so if you watch our season you know like bennett was beefing with like noah yeah, I have a little bit. Yeah. And like he he had a, a kind of stigma about him that like was very like, I'm above you. Okay. So so when you have that and you're and you keep reiterating to the fact because he was like in his mid late thirties. Whereas Noah, Ivan at the time, we're all like in our mid late twenties. Yeah. And so he's saying, You guys aren't ready to get married. Why are you guys even here? Mm. You guys you guys aren't this, you talking guys aren't down. that. Yeah, talking down on <clears> what <throat> they could be or could not be. Dang. And they hated that. He never did that to me because like I was just telling you, bro. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm chilling. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm chilling. Like, like, everybody <laughs> like, Demar, you're, you're you're pretty cool, but these other guys are like, so like. But you like, you're talking about my boys though, yeah, like. So I'm, I'm yeah. But overall, like, there are certain guys that are like, I feel like you are just not genuine. You're not cool. You're yeah. going out of your way to stir the pot. But sometimes these dudes' motives can be that I want to get people to eliminate themselves. I want to make sure everybody knows that I'm here for her. You guys aren't even here for you guys aren't even yeah. So that's like a bunch of self declarations that they uh, they put on other people. And it's a competition too. So I mean, it best is. man wins. It, I mean, it, it, it kind of is. Yeah, it is, man. It is. At the end of the day, I think yeah. this is my perception from yeah. it. I obviously haven't been in it at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's it's kind of like the you take <clears throat> what happens naturally, and then you're kind of boxing it up. Mm-hmm. Like the interview process is the long hours, and I think that would bring outside of me. That is like, bro, just leave me the... Not you know, your norm. Right? Not your yeah. norm. Plus, it's, you, you it's might like, be like, hey, I, I vibe with Claire, but I only got to talk to her today for five minutes. Like, exactly. I know there's something there. Yeah. But he's getting 20. I got five. You can't catch up from that, right? No, no. Like, if you think... Like, when you go to talk to somebody like that, especially in the early stages when there's so many guys and they give you the, like, my quick five minutes... You gotta make sure every second counts is yeah. something that you deliberate. Can You're very bad on like every word. Well, you gotta be memorable, out. bro. You forgot your yes. name, like hey, oh, memorable, like, yeah, it is. Weird way. Like he didn't yeah. know he remembered you. Like, like, he was like, so oh, he's, yeah. he's a nice guy. And I like his smile, be, you know. I, I would say that all that might work to my favor because if you look back on it, I might have I can't remember. I was either the fourth or the sixth person out of thirty called to get my role. So I'm like, whatever I did worked. Yeah, and then I was over on with Ivan. I didn't think it was the second to last one called, and he's like, nerve-wracking. He's like, shit, he I was only here for a day. <laughs> but with Claire, I'm like, who knows? I could have probably made it further and had a more of a process with Claire than I did with Tasha for all that notes, because she might have been more into that. But you got to make it work out. When mm. you can't go there just filling time and just by saying shit, you got to go there and say, hey, this is what my intent is, my purpose of being here. This is what I want to see my life with you in this way. Let's talk about how we can bridge that gap from where you're at to where I'm at kind of thing and vice versa how difficult is it to you know how like sometimes on the show they'll be like hey can i grab you for a second can mm-hmm. we talk or whatever you know if they're unavailable like is it difficult when there is so many people trying to do the same thing like how do you go about you know like finding the right moment to be like hey can i grab you just so you spend a little bit of time but, but not only that, I don't mm-hmm. mean to cut you off. Like, just imagine, like, if you're talking to her and then I come over and say, hey. Oh, bro, I, I would be pissed. Because <laughs> I know that. I'd be pissed. Yeah, yeah time, there is. They, the <laughs> other girl person would be looking like, can you see? We talking right now. Like, yeah, 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 30 you know, seconds. Like some, like, some dudes, especially myself, too, get a short of the stick sometimes. Because, say, if I just sat down with her <clears> 64 <throat> seconds ago 
and another guy come walking up. They're like, really, man? Like, I can't even get a chance. Yeah. We got a box. Yeah. So, yeah, like, that's how, that's how <laughs> Fight to the death. Player, but, like, <laughs> everything's orchestrated in this funny little dance on how they send people your way or how they choose to do it themselves. And mm-hmm. it just it can happen at any point in time. Yeah. So you got to value the time that's given to you or that you have. So when you say, like, oh, yeah, I only had a minute with her, Chance are they probably only had a minute with them yeah. and they genuinely just wanted to get to know their favorite color and they don't get a chance to because <laughs> some some person wanted to come out and now you're like, I'm so far behind because this random person came up. Yeah. So, and, and as the guy that's coming in, you know, to, to soup on that, you don't want to um, stomp on any toes. You're trying to like, you're trying to be cool with everyone. Yeah. But you know, at the end of the day, you got to see that guy way more than you got to see Claire because yeah. if you see that guy for the rest of the week, and you're like, man, fuck that dude, bro. He he didn't even let me have a minute with her. So, and so then you're like, all right, now I got to apologize if I want to. And I kind of think, yeah. you know. So what strategies did you take in order to try and take advantage of that time? Like, how did you yeah. see, like, an opportunity to be able to do that or, you know, was, not, st- not step on anybody? Yeah, so. I was doing my best to be more respectable. But in that situation, you're not in a normal setting, yeah. you know. Right. So being respectable is not going to get you anywhere. Being a gentleman Sometimes, unfortunately, would not get you out of be a dog. Yeah. They tell you early. You, you got to be a are, go-getter. <laughs> you are in a different environment to where you just got to go get what's yours. And they say that at an early stage. So people who are like, feel like they have to do that, they're intense when up there. All right, I got to get what's mine. And then some people are like, oh, no, it'll be fine, bro. Like, they'll, I'll have time. You might have been left out. So you had to really go get it or you could be really left behind early. But, bro, so, you know what's crazy? Like, you like. What you just said, that that translates to life. You know, mm-hmm. like in life, like you have to go get what you want or you will be left behind. Like mm-hmm. Close if you want to be like a, mm-hmm. if you want to be middle class, you want to be lower class, or if you want to make a lot of money, like you got to go get it because it's not going to come fall. to you. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's not going to be handed to you and on a silver platter. Yeah. Like she's yeah. not going to run to you. I got 30 guys. Like, like you got to come to me. So now that, that makes perfect sense. It's part of it, man. Like you got to really know my surroundings and I got to know that. Looking back on it, I wish I would have, you know, been more this and that. Proactive. But that, yeah. that wasn't me. I'm yeah. more of a laid back dude. I'm trying to like, unfortunately, I have to make friends. Mm. So if I see my boys here and like one of y'all, I know I have a connection with her. And you guys trying to spend more time. And they tell me, hey, tomorrow, go break that up and like talk to her. I was like, see, okay, I'm yeah. not. I'm You're a real one. Not that guy. Yeah, I'm like, that's my boy. He clearly likes her more. I feel like further along. I'm trying best to find out what her favorite color is, what her last yeah. name is. Like I let them have a little, a little more but time. I feel like that's also what made because you made it to top eight, right? Top, top, top ten. Yeah. Top, yeah, yeah. So I feel like you being yourself is what really you didn't have to pretend to be anybody else. No, you being yourself yeah. is what took you so far and was allowed oh, yeah, you to be successful. And it got me to me brought on another show because I was still a favorite because people liked the energy I brought yeah. and they still put a lot of my little moments. Showing on camera and making people laugh and singing, guys, yeah, and like doing yeah. that. Yeah. Mocha latte. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 So you gonna give us a little mocha latte? Or oh yeah. no! Yeah. I'm tall. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, what, what, hey, what was that experience like? Uh, just coming with that song because I watched it last uh-huh. night and I was like, bro, this is just yeah. So I hilarious. personally love like being creative and like singing lyrics or poems. I was always into oh, yeah. that. So when they had a moment we had to do a thing competition, the hardest part, I never played an instrument. And they said, they he, they specifically told us. And I will always not let Ivan live this down because he won the date, by the way, and he didn't even sing. So I was like, or he didn't do anything. So I was like, first <laughs> of all, the thing was we had to have an original song. Secondly, we had to use an instrument that's going to be found in the next room. I did both of those things. I can't sing, but I got that guitar as a defense because that was the only instrument that was most commonly found 
in general people's houses. So there was a guitar, xylophone, there was this and that. There was a bunch of random stuff, clarinet. And I was like, I'm going to get the guitar because I bet you one of these six guys here know how to play guitar. So I'm going to take the guitar. You're like, yeah, playing defense right now. (laughs) Yeah, so they can't show they can have a guitar. You got to show me what you can do besides that. (laughs) I can't play, so you for sure can't play. When When you can't play offense... You got to play defense. Yeah, I like Facts. defense. That's that smart. Went, I saw the guitar. I couldn't really recognize any instrument that I was like nobody for sure. At least hey, bring on the recorder, hot cross buns, baby. Somebody had a harmonica. It was. I was like, let Triangle. me do the guitar. No. I, I walked in there real quick, looked around. I saw something I recognized. Guitar, pick it up, and I went to my room to like write things down, start getting getting it going. But it was it was a fun moment. I liked my lyrics behind that. Everything about it was good. I felt like I was. Singing better if I got on camera than once we got in that seat. You're like, damn. I saw, I, I saw a t-shirt in front of me. I was like, hmm. I can't imagine you singing or playing the hey, instrument, bro. I, 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 I can't at all, bro. Tejas hoops. He got it. He did a poem or something like that. I don't know. Who knows? Bachelor, we gonna, we got to set that up, man. Yeah, because yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready for a new season. Once Tay gets on there, you got to get on there. So put him on. Yeah, and see. then when you shoot your shot at... Uh, Stefania? Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. The, the, the girl yeah. Yeah. Hey. Okay, good. She responded, bro. We got some attention. Uh, on do you there. need some help or are you, are you good? I don't know. We, I need some help. Hey, hey. hey. Jamal, we trying to set up a 1v1. We trying to set up a 1v1 between be, him yeah. and Stefania. Huh. Uh, either a shooting contest, contest or what? Love and basketball, yeah. baby, for a date. Shooting contest. Horse, all that. And she said, she she responded back. She said, I'm down to do it if you can say my name right. Stefania. There we go. See, hey, Stefania. Right there. He's saying it right. I told you. I sat down with my boy. We practiced a little bit. <laughs> he ready. Yeah. We come to you. You come to us. We'll, we'll <laughs> she's she not local, but she. I think she's in California. Yeah. So going back on you, Demar. Yeah. Uh, did you have any experience prior to being on the show of like being in front of the camera, or was this like all new to you, or? Yeah, in front of the camera, not necessarily. In front of people, every day. Yeah, so, people yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I feel like talking and stuff in front of the camera yeah. is different, especially like when they're on you like 24-7 damn sure. near. That, uh, you know, did you, was your mental a little different? Did it make you feel like more hesitant uh, than who you were naturally? Naturally, naturally it makes you feel more right. buttoned up like it's an interview. So when there's a camera, like it takes the place of like being around people that you genuinely just like are comfortable around. So he granted, I'm coming around y'all. Once you're a camera, I'm like, all right, how else can I word? What synonym can I word to use the word word nice? You're trying to like sound. Looking up a tutorial, like, yeah, I want to throw in some big words. I'm trying to make sure my words are smooth as butter. I'm trying to make sure I sound good. And that's not always the case. You can't go about life in that situation that way. You got to make sure you kind of, seem authentic and be authentic and be genuine you can't do it so yeah. being in front of the camera is hard but it's all about getting used to it as fast as you can because the faster you can do that the better it is for you in your mental state how long did it take you to feel like you got adjusted a couple of days bro couple like days. i'm talking about they pound interviews yeah. the point where you're like all right i'm like, over it yeah, <laughs> yeah so like, you see, yeah so like i'm talking about after two or three days there you feel a little bit more comfortable than you would have felt last week so to follow up on something you said earlier um how you they told you guys you got to go in there be deliberate go get what you want mm-hmm. um and you were single at the time mm-hmm. how did your experience in the show change or did it change your vetting process with women outside of the show yeah okay um so with that 
you are someone who's get surrounded by a bunch of dudes and there's a bunch of producers and we talk a lot about our feelings. Talk a lot about <laughs> all guys do that, right? right? No, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. I'm talking like, so tomorrow, good morning. Um, how'd you sleep last night? Great. Was any of those dreams like bottled up from me? You're like, oh, I'm just trying to eat my, my waffles. <laughs> like, bro, I'm hungry. You with questions off the jump. So, that helped me get in touch with, I guess, my sensitive side mm. and knowing how I want to see this energy reciprocated from the person that I want to fall in love with one day. And I hope they can kind of also reach these these states that they're in that I'm having to pour out into my heart. I hope they're feeling it too. So now when I get into the real world, I know what other questions I can ask besides what do you do in your free time? I can now ask what passion do you have that leads to you having, you know, a nine to five or that, you know, you can, you can, you can definitely get on a deeper connection. Yeah. Yeah. So all these kind of things, I think, help me vet out who I now have as my girlfriend, Christina, now, because we're able to talk and have these serious and open, honest conversations because a show like that has helped me prepped, receiving and dishing out these kind of questions that I want to hear. That's tough Mm -hmm. too, because um, we have mentioned on here, Exploring more mental health mm-hmm. or men's health is big, yeah. Um, and I think it's huge because people generally say they want to know what we think and feel mm-hmm. as men. Uh, yeah. I'm saying generally, generally, yeah. Uh, it's like, hey, you know, when we're like, hey, we want to know how you feel, tell us, tell us. But not a lot of us men are used to putting it into words and saying, hey, this we're expected to just be like, ah, you got to take it, yeah. You just, that's how it is, man. Yes, yeah, so. Know? Like, off your shoulder. Yep. So going through that process, I saw the value in having a therapist. So if you ever like, us guys, guys, we got to be tough and strong. I get that. That's part of it. But at the same time, like your mental health and how you can articulate that is far more important than your exterior. If you can't articulate how you feel in that moment, you're not going to ever get deeper with any other situation or person you That's see real. in the future. Say so, that one more time. Yeah. That's a clip. Yeah. yeah. We, that, that one's definitely. David, that's a book, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess to kind of for layman's terms, in order for you to dig deeper, you need a therapist. You need somebody that can ask you those hard-hitting questions from maybe a third voice. Like, you hear your mom say it, your girlfriend say it, your wife mm-hmm. say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not receptive yeah, to it the same receptive. way. You're kind of blocking that off. But the moment you're open and more vulnerable to receiving these kind of questions, you're more, I guess, polished and ready to dish out these kind of questions and return them. You know, I so love it, that. it helps yeah. in the long run. So a therapy, guys, therapy mm-hmm. works. Amen. In that situation, put that into me. Now, I don't we have to normalize right that because yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like a lot of people, a it has a negative stigma. connotation huge for stigma. some people. Yeah. And you want to be like, no, if you need the help, get the help. There's nothing wrong with getting therapy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, therapy is big. Um, so if any guy's like saying, you know what, I don't think I need therapy. I haven't seen the reasons why I should. That's a great time to start. Yeah. Because you don't need to see what's already there. You kind of need just to kind of go through it a couple sessions and say, you know what? It's for me. It's not for me. You gave it a shot, and they uncovered things that you maybe had not seen, or they maybe have not uncovered anything, and you were proven right. That's the worst case situation. You were proven right. Mm-hmm. And fellas, <laughs> let, let's right? stop downplaying like guys who like seeking for help for like mental health because I feel like we always like downplaying or like, bro, you don't need like a therapy or like we'll consider that like soft or whatever. Like, no, like that's very important because we don't know what people go through on a day to day basis behind mm-hmm. the scenes. Like, everyone has problems, so like. If someone coming to you for help or like seeking like therapy or just someone like vent to like like you know what I'm saying like be open to that because everyone needs someone to talk to you know what I mean yeah. that's that serious that's big time and I think all adults 
walk around with childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. It's whether you go through the growth of healing it. Mm-hmm. And as an individual, it's hard, men and women, especially when you're looking to date and get to know somebody, is to acknowledge your own trauma. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to respond a certain mm-hmm. way to certain things. Whereas the other person, you know, it's like for me being on a growth, um, you know, journey is like all the time for me. Yeah. Some people, it's not the case. You know, yep. they're, they're more worried about how do I look today or what am I doing yeah. or the next day, year. But it's not about growth and internal growth. So another question, is mm-hmm. that big for you? Do mm-hmm. you feel like uh, with your current girlfriend, don't get in trouble. Um, <laughs> go like, hey, I'm on a growth pattern. I need to see this growth in you. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we do a good job in checking in on ourselves. Like once a week, three, four times a week, whatever the case is, whatever that week needs from us. So we're able to talk about how we've been feeling that day or as of late because checking in is kind of tough because sometimes, at least as a guy, for me speaking for myself, when I hear her want to talk about her feelings, I'm like, man, like, I'm just trying to chill. I'm going to watch a movie. I'm trying to eat dinner with you. I'm just trying to drink some wine with you. We don't got to get deep just yet. But sometimes that's what I need. And that's what I don't really want that moment. I need that that moment. Mm, so, so to kind of go that route, yeah, if I say... I think I'm growing on this side. Can you match that? And she might be, I think I'm growing on these kind of areas. Can you match that financially, occupationally, um, love life, romantic life, whatever we're at? Then we're able to kind of meet at the middle while it's early. Yes. At this infant stage. Very you can't important. sometimes do that when you're stuck in your ways. When you're stuck in your ways, you're going to be more hard-headed and stubborn like myself. Yeah. Yeah. So we got to sometimes yeah. be more soft in that infant stage to be able to be more malleable. That's when people grow apart, right? Yeah. Someone's like, no, well, I do this, this, and that. And the other person's just like, hey, you're doing a lot. I didn't I didn't know this and, you know, X, Y, Z. Damn. Okay. So, uh, Damar, kind of rewinding a little bit. When you had started talking to Christina and all that stuff, mm-hmm. did you feel that because you were on the show, she had like a certain stereotype viewed you? Was mm. it difficult to talk to her? Was it, you know, like, did you have to really do some explaining and all that stuff? Because she's like, oh, you're one of those. You get a lot mm-hmm. of girls, whatever, all that stuff to have to be like, look, you don't really understand everything that's, you know. Yeah. I kind of want to hear that take. For sure. It goes both ways. So for her she was receiving messages as well as people were asking oh how'd you guys meet you did because he's now a public figure that he's known oh now. shoot i didn't even think about it mm-hmm. on the other hand be so like oh was, now are you, you want getting, something from him yeah, yeah. so she that. was getting it from that side for me they're like oh how'd you find this girl is she's another instagram model kind of thing and i was like oh let's both debunk all this because first of all i've known her for over 10 years now oh, i've known okay. her since i was in high school i've known her since uh back in the day when she asked me out in high school. I said no because she was too young because she was two years below me. Okay. You know, when you're in high school, you're a senior, she's a sophomore, you're like, yeah. I'm about to go to college. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, we, we got a history together. And I always say uh, to my boys everywhere and everything, I'm like, you need three classes, right? Hear me out. You need three classes to make a relationship work. You need history, chemistry, and you need PE. History, you have history, so I had 10 years with her. You know, chemistry, we had chemistry because we always had something for each other. PE, we got along, you know, physical attractiveness, mental, like all that stuff was a part of it. So as long as you have history, chemistry, and PE, you can make some shit. I love that, bro. Bro, Demar is spitting, cooking right now, boy. He's cooking. I'm taking those. Shit, cut that. Send that to me. We got it. But I'm saying that I've already had that with her. So every any any woman that I've met now, when they see me on the show. 
I'm like, oh, I have, unfortunately, that stigma behind assuming they're probably here just to attach themselves to my name. That yeah. might not be the case, but I kind of shut it down, maybe entertain it for a little bit before I got in a relationship, but I was like, I don't see much with it. Yeah. So I told myself and my boys, I'm like, at this stage in my life, at that time I was 26, maybe 27 now, I'm like, I don't see myself uh, becoming in a relationship with anybody else that I just met now. Yeah. This moment on, if I just met you, I don't the trust know. issues are going to yeah, be there. I yeah, having ten years of history, at least yeah. like, yo, she been a ride or die for me before I was yeah. moving anything. You know, like, I don't so. know if I can put myself out there with possibly getting hurt. Who knows what kind of way? Yeah, let me look at what's been. We're working just taking for advantage. Me. Yeah, yeah let's let's look at where my heart was kind of going all these years, and maybe I missed and you know glossed over these certain things. So kind of going back in my life. I was like, me and Christina, we've always kept in touch. We've always been great friends. I know some people in her family and vice versa. I'm like, she knows my friends and vice versa. I'm like, let's just, mm. let's pursue this. Let's, let's, let's see if this is was yeah. the thing I've been missing for the last 10 years. And there's nothing and better than being in a relationship yeah. with your best friend, too. Yep. Like, you know? yeah. yep, and it was. And so, like, now it's nice for us to do this part of life together. And, like, yeah, it's kind of hard because she knows, like, it's, First off, being coming from a dating show where a lot of women watch it, that's not easy for her to say, like, all right, my boyfriend was on a dating show, so a lot of women have probably desired him in some kind of way. Mm. Factor in spinning. I see 30, 40, 50 p- girls a class in my class. That's, that's not helpful emotional, either. Like, yeah, yeah, that's not helpful either. Mm. So I got to make sure I reassure him, like, yo, we're good. Trust me, we're good. But that's like a daily thing that I got to improve on because I'm not the best at reassuring people. Mm. I've now found out. But, that, but that's good. That's <laughs> yeah. good. I'm actually impressed. Because, that you acknowledge yeah, that. Yeah, because a lot of dudes especially, uh, or, you know, women, you're not thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Like, usually you feel, if someone says, hey, you got to reassure your significant other, it's like, man, I don't have to do that. You're insecure. Hey, hey, hey. Let's not jump to this mm-hmm. somebody being insecure, and that's just automatically, no, let, let's find out. Like, that's a growth thing. Mm-hmm. So if you're saying, I have to do this, that's good on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, it can work both both ways. Like you're in this show where there's 30 guys um, and you're kind of fighting in a sense for time with this girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the real world, it's maybe not. Hopefully it's not 30. But mm-hmm. yeah. You're talking to a girl. Yeah. She could be talking to or vetting other guys. So yeah. being secure as a man is very important. Yeah, right? Especially in the you social media it. age, getting all the DMs, all that stuff. You yeah. need it. But yeah. at the same time, if someone is in a position like you're a movie star now or you're going to be in this and you might meet somebody you really like that you need to reassure. And if you don't have that skill, it could be backfired. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's you like, need that. It's like a woman who's a model or like who's an actor. She's surrounded. Hey, look, just so we know, this is my boundaries and my rules. This is very important to play mm, within. Yeah, and we can talk tough. about it. Yeah. And I think it was cool how DeMar mentioned that you check in every now and then. There's actually a study that shows uh, in marriages or long-term relationships, mm-hmm. 20 minutes a week to just say, how are you doing? What do you need from me? What do you think I can do more? Mm. Just check in once, 20 yep. minutes a week. Can help those last a lot yeah. longer because you're nipping all the small things that's been irritating you. But that moment, like I said, it's very important to influence each other or yourselves at that ground stage before we get stuck in our ways. Because once we do, mm. that's going to be a recipe for disaster. And I admit, I probably have had that in my past relationships. So I didn't work. I might have been stuck in my ways. Then they might have said, 
tomorrow I'm not really feeling that. And I'm like, well, too bad. Yeah. It's too late. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's, it's, it takes time and you got to get it when it's early. For a lot of different reasons. That's an idea for a TikTok, you know? Put something that bothers you in text, mm-hmm. speak up. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 speak yeah. up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's exactly um, what it is. So, you know, going into the show and, you know, before you became like Damar Jackson, mm-hmm. I believe you had, what, like five... 5K followers. I was I was out. I was sitting somewhere between four and five. Yeah. Talk about how you jumped from 5K followers to you damn near got like 70,000 followers. Blue check. You became you know mm-hmm. his guy. Became a name. Hemsky. Yeah. They, yeah. They yeah. Call it. Like how like explain that process. Explain. Man. And the partnerships with Lululemon. Yeah, you said the other one. Yeah. yeah. So this is like the 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 the, the better part of the experience because like yeah you go through the experience and you don't see the benefits right away because we are used to seeing things happen bop, bop, bop. the next day something happen so imagine this us all we go on a show we're hanging out we are normal guys i can already speak about ivan because that's who we talked about this the most ivan he might have had 700 followers by the way 700 yeah, times had a nice paying job nice life he says, I don't need this show, bro. I'm just here just to, like, figure out if this is where I find my, my love life from. And I'm like, I get that. Cool, cool, cool. And he always tells me, I don't, I don't, I don't need this. I don't need this. I was like, all right, cool. Great, great. Don't need it. And then he's like, yeah, man, I got 700 followers. That should be enough, right? I was like, <laughs> I was like enough for what? Enough to exist? I was yeah, sure. used to seeing the dollar signs from engineering yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. social so media. He's so <laughs> analytically data-oriented. He's not seeing all that. I was like, I'm like, yeah. bro. From what I can see and how I can feel about this, life's about to change for us in the ways that we don't understand yet. And I don't know what's about to happen. But when this shit comes out, it's going to be crazy. He's like, oh, okay, we'll see. So, <laughs> so Monty, to go like what you said, the first episode, right? Oh, actually, even before we have a first episode, we get a meeting from the producers. And it's like a, a, a social media meeting. But hey, guys. So next week, as you know, the uh, show is airing. Um, a lot of you guys are going to see a lot of uptick in your, on your Instagram, Twitter, whatever it is. And a lot of guys have seen a downtick. Some guys who you might get hateful stuff over the season. Some of you guys might get loving stuff. This is how you guys can handle it. And they do a good job with make sure you give you the resources. They're like, please, we know that things may happen that we have no control over once it's in the public eye. So utilize what we help you out with and seeing what we can like attach you with in a positive way that's cool so they gave us all the background research guys don't care about that we're like ain't gonna happen to me because yeah. <laughs> we don't we don't know the gravity yeah. on top of that i was on a season with a lot of older dudes in their yeah. 30s who have especially like no social media experience yes, especially you're talking about doctors lawyers stuff yes, like that they don't, like, they don't really care they're like yeah. i'll be all right i'll yeah. be all right and i was like mm, y'all might want to listen because <laughs> i know what we just went through for the last three months y'all might want to listen then the show comes out when the show comes out it's as if they pour gas on all your social media, light it on fire, boom, takes off. I'm talking about your DMs. Every time you refresh, every 10 seconds, 100, 100, Jeez. 100 of people saying, oh, my God, I love this moment about you. Or I hate that you did this. Or, like, people are just opinionated. Yeah. And they're diving into your DMs that they don't know. And they they, they know nothing about it. you, really. Yeah, they know. <laughs> and that's the access behind it. Yeah. Social media gives you an access point that you can contact anybody you want. Because you have their DM. You don't have the number, but it's yeah. the second best thing. I got Drake's DM. I'm like, DM Drake. <laughs> I'm like, no, he ain't my answer, but he made it. May I see it? But I'm talking about you can refresh it. If you had an episode that was really good or really cute kind of thing, your DMs are going to be flooded with people. And following you, I probably gained the most amount of followers, I'd say, towards 
the end of my time there because I was being shown a little bit more and getting all mm. these like not these one on one because I was on one on one date, but these nice small group dates that showed me doing things that reeled my personality a little bit more. And I'm talking about in one instance you might gain ten thousand in one day, five thousand one day here, eight thousand here, twenty thousand depends on the day. And I'm talking about it's ongoing. That Tuesday, Wednesday turnaround. Yeah, you had to turn just, out the notifications. Just, just, huh? just crazy, just crazy. <laughs> so going from that, and then all I'm thinking about this is cool. I'm getting some exposure. Like people know who I am on a big level. My mindset there, because knowing at that time. Now that the show's airing, we went through filming. I know I didn't end up with Claire or Tasha. It was fine. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, somebody that's seeing me now that knows I exist now can hit mm-hmm. me up and want to, like, you know, start things with me. So I'm thinking, like, so if you think about it this way, I hit that reality check when I saw a post or something from one of the Kardashians and they were watching The Bachelor in the background. They were wa- my face was passing. I'm like, oh, oh you guys God. know I exist. I don't know you, you don't know me, but you know, there's a guy named Damar from the show, he's out there, yeah. and this is what he looks like. Now, I'm, that's kind of cool to think yeah. about. Yeah, like, crazy. Like, like, celebrities know of you because you're on a show. Yeah. So, somewhere at that time, I was like, some A-list celebrity right now knows I exist. That's kind of cool. <laughs> um, so, that's what I was thinking I might attract somebody from that, you know, that, that Cali- right yeah. Yeah, you know. Makes sense. So, so how, cool. do you, how do you deal with, like, let's say, right when this happened, and you got out and you're able to access your... Because there was a time where you're back and you get your phone mm-hmm. once the show's over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so did you see that jump almost like right away? Once or the was show it starts, gradual? Yeah. Oh, because it didn't air until yeah. after you yeah. left. You right? go like Obviously. two months of yeah. living your normal life. And then also everybody's like, you going to be on the show? Like, yeah, I think so. Cool. When does yeah. it come on? Like, no one knows much about it. They just know yeah. like you, you came back and you're not married. because you, you can't like, you don't talk about it. But yeah. they, they know when you come back. Depends on how it works. So you live a normal life for two months. It's the most trickiest normal life you can navigate because in the back of your mind, you're seeing commercials hyping up the show. Yeah. You're like, oh, fuck. I was on a commercial just now. That's kind of <laughs> crazy. Someone tells you, hey, I saw you. Yeah, yeah, right? Like small things here and there. So you got to navigate. I got to keep my life somewhat private because nobody knows how far I made it or if I even am engaged. Dang. And you got to also factor in like, okay, when the show comes out, how am I going to navigate that part? Because all we have right now is speculation. People are kind of DMing you, kind of these reality shows are DMing you or like adding you in, and mentioning you in things. Say, like, oh, we know another contestant. He's back from um, like yeah, like all these spoiler sites saying like, oh, Damar's back at work. He's back in teaching classes now. So oh me my posting gosh. my class schedule when I got back, knowing that it wasn't the timeline that takes for somebody to come back once they're engaged, people are ruling me out of winning the whole entire thing. Dang, Dang they're paying attention. So there's Dang. people that are really watching the show that says, oh, DeMar's back in September. They're still filming for another week and a half. That means he didn't make it to the top three. That means he didn't, like, go all the way. Sheesh. So he's still, like, so people are really invested in that. Digging into so that's the hard part because people are literally, like, tagging me, adding me, DM someone, oh, I see you didn't make it. Are you still single? That's kind of weird. Yeah. People I don't have no clue who they are. So that's like the weird part and about they, it. And they don't even realize like this was like recorded like months ago. Yeah. And I'm waiting to see just like you guys are. Yeah, exactly. And people are already assuming I didn't make it that far because they see I'm already back at work, which yeah. means I didn't finish filming. Because I, I made it, I think there might have been two weeks left before I came back when filming was still going on. So people knew I made it far. They didn't know how far I made it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how, how was that when you got back and after the couple months and your um, social media is growing? Mm-hmm. Organically, uh, yeah, yeah, just like people are, they know they're attaching a name to you. Like, this is Demar Jackson from this. Oh, let me. Okay, and you're getting these DMs, and then once the episodes start 
airing and then you get a little bit more intimate of a setting mm-hmm. as you're going on, yeah. you're getting a lot of these DMs and, and requests where you like, click, click, let me read every single one. Was it overwhelming? Was it something you did when you were bored? How did you handle that? Oh, man. If, while I'm watching the show, yeah, watching it back, because at that time, I think, even though we're in Arizona, we were still kind of on uh, Pacific time, I think. So uh-huh. we were one of the last ones to see the show. Oh, so I my phone's been blown up for two hours already. So people <laughs> on the East Coast, lit me up. Like, in a, in a good way. Like, everybody's like, so I'm already seen through that. And so based off of how the reaction was on the East Coast time, I'm able to gauge if it's worth me even checking out while I'm watching the show live. I try to stay off it, but it's hard. Coming from a moment where you had no nobody really like looking for you like that mm. to now you're on everybody's mind and you're talked about that often. It's hard not to look at it. So I looked at majority of them. There was too many to count. Was at one point in time, my phone was sitting at 99 plus requests for well over like eight months. And I just stopped checking. I'm like, I, I can't. You're like, I can't, I can't get there. You don't have enough time. Especially you're busy. You're waking up, stuff. what, yeah, 4.30 4 30 in the morning? Yeah, yeah. I still got to teach. I got to get my mind for people that I got to interact with on a daily. Bro, you a hustler. That's I, crazy. I, I, I really can't get myself tied up in this uh, persona that the show is creating for me. Like, mm. granted, it's the same thing, but people see me as this guy that's not getting shown a lot, who smiles a lot, who's funny, but that's it. That's all they know about me. That's all I'm seeing in my DMs. But what's so cool like, is I feel like cool, you didn't man. let that change you because some no, people, no. like, right off the rip, I was like, bro, this dude is super down to earth, whatever. Some people, Very now they see themselves like, oh, I'm caught, like, uh why is he trying to talk to me? Like, does he not know who I am? You know, they get all like big headed yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like, uh, you know, how do you feel like some people transition to even mm-hmm. getting there versus how do you just kind of stay the same? Yeah. Stay true to who you are. I think it depends on your mental makeup. It depends on what you value because what you value is what's going to win. So what you value, you put action behind it. What you value, you put time behind it. And once you kept doing all that, then that's what's going to win in life. So if you feel, feel like I need to be in front of the line. I need to be seen. I need to be heard. Because I feel like that cup for me is already filled when I go yeah. to work. So when I go to work, I get that. So do you think it's like more of an insecurity thing? You feel It like? could, yeah. could be. Yeah. I mean, it depends on what you might need that, that season in your life. So that season, if I feel like I'm not being heard, I'm not being looked at, I'm not being held to people's high standards, like I feel like I need some validation behind yeah. it. Because like that's what season I'm in in my life. Then you may take that opportunity, run with it, and you might try to become the next Jake Paul. I don't know. Yeah. Right? Like you, you want to think some of it because you, you haven't been feeling that early. But for me, I feel like I've been feeling love for a long time. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like this love is the icing on top of the cake for me. So True. me feeling extra love, I'm just able to hopefully spread it to other people mm. and keep that shit going. Right? Yeah. yeah. To kind of wrap things up, unless uh, you guys have anything to add after, but uh, my last question is uh, piggybacking off of, you know, the social media stuff and mm-hmm. you gaining the followers. Talk about some of the partnerships. Did you have to reach out? Oh, yeah. To like you, oh, man. Yeah. I don't think I've reached out to any one of my, my partners, man. I think everybody reached out to me, if I recall correctly. Um, so the biggest one that I have, well, I guess arguably, could be Michelob Ultra. Michelob Ultra, you know, the, the beer company. So they reached out to me. So shout out Dale. If you watch my season, Dale ended up with Claire very early on that season. And Dale had already ties with Michelob Ultra. So the biggest thing I've done in my life outside the show was teach a concert spin class in San Diego at Petco Park with Zed. Mm, I saw that. I saw that, that, that was huge. That was huge. Oh, yeah, so yeah. me and Zed became friends after that, too. Yeah. So like That's now that uh, Dale connected us with Michelob Ultra, I performed with Zed. Zed 
And Michelob was like, you know what? We like his style. Let's bring him onto our team. So now I'm a I'm an ambassador for the brand. So I get paid to drink beers and seltzers, right? It's pretty cool. And they pay me like quarterly, which is pretty dope, a good amount of money. They fly me out to all these events. I teach classes where I just appear and just make an appearance kind of thing. So that's probably one of my favorite ones. Another one of my more meaningful ones that means a little bit more to me is like the, my Lulu Lemon Ambassador one. That's nice. I get free clothes all the time. I'm doing charity events for like the community and everything. Oh, that's dope. That's, I did one that's yesterday dope. actually yeah. for the Best Buddies um, uh, organization. Okay. So we do like um, spin classes on like a more charitable level. They fit me up with all kind of stuff, seasonal clothes, whatever I want where I'm going, just pick out whatever I want and it's free. Just take it off the rack and keep going. Make, so make like, sure you look fresh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? that's like, cool. It's you, awesome. So you're secure in the bag right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. don't get me wrong. This all, I'm just blessed to have yeah. the opportunity to yeah. do that. Definitely. And then another one that I get paid for that's one of my bigger um, deals I could be close was Shimano Indoor Cycling. So, that's my spin shoes. So I get free spin shoes whenever I want them. They just ship it to me, and I can mix match them. I can promote them. I got no discount code, and they pay me to, to take a picture with them, basically. It's not post picture. So, they pay so getting these contracts, did you have someone look over them, or is it like mm -hmm. something? Okay. So And how long I are they not, for? Yeah. yeah, initially I did not because it was like pretty quick one-offs. Now the ones that are like the ambassador ones that I hold for over a year, um, I got a couple of friends in like the lawyer realm and like the sports agents realm. I have them look over it and they look for certain wording. I pay them like a percentage and then they lock down the thing for me and say, hey, you can ask for a little bit more money if you want to, because yeah. what they're asking of you, you're worth at least this amount. Yeah, and, cool. they, and they normally yeah. meet that for me and I pay the uh, whoever looked, looked over my contract, pay them 500, whatever the, the, the fee was for them, you know. So. Yes sure, and no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes and no, I do. Because that's big. As an influencer, someone with mm -hmm. high amount of following or not, whatever the case is, you've done something to put the work in if mm -hmm. you have some content. Yeah, but a lot of them get taken um, advantage because that's what people, I'm saying. Yeah. You don't know. What, yeah. There's that question like, hey, how much am I worth? I'll take this. But you need someone negotiate. In your spot. Yeah. yeah. You my negotiate Life for is you. a bunch of negotiations, relationships, business. Uh, speaking of which, uh, O and I are drinking bang. So bang. Oh, yeah. hey. Speaking of which, hey, Q's had. It's a happy dad in there. Oh, no. oh you got a he's happy dad. To, he's he's going to get hard at one company. I'm too. shouting them all out. So Q, Q's saying every episode, he's waiting for a drink to sponsor him. So whoever ah. sponsors him first, that's yeah. going to be the drink oh, yeah, that he yeah. only has on the show. Michelob or something like that. Hey, what's this? Can you zoom in on this? Happy dad. We're trying to lock y'all in. Hit us up. We rock with the seltzer. Good flavor. We want y'all. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, get what y'all can get. Like, there's a lot of opportunities out there. And the more you can negotiate, because chances are their first offer is not the best offer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. First offer is just something to talk to you and open the door. Yeah. Now, if that offer is good and you work with it, that's cool because you don't know what the next offer could or could not be. Yeah. So, might as well just try it. And if you have a lawyer or somebody can look over your contracts, do that because the chances are the biggest thing that I found out in contracts that you can negotiate is the exclusivity period. Mm. So they might exclude you from other brands and how long the duration and also obviously the price and uh, whitelisting your um, content out there. So they may push your content without you knowing to other platforms and then you might get hit up like a year later. Like, hey, I see your face on the shampoo thing. Oh, uh, how God. is it? You're like, what are you talking yeah. about? I did that last year. <laughs> it's because that company has your rights for that entire oh, time. Okay. And they're putting out your face, even though you might not even believe it anymore. Are yeah. you allowed to share how what your longest contract is with any of those? Yeah, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. my longest one right now. So out of the top three I just named, I think the longest one might be probably, I guess, Lulu. Because that one started started the most recent. 
So Lulu started, I think, back in May for me or so. So that's a whole year, and it goes up to two years. So that's going to probably be the longest-running one. Michelob is pretty good. They renew it every year, too. I'm about a little bit over halfway with Michelobin. Okay. That should be ending around, like, March or so. They probably renew it for renew another it. X amount of money. And then Shimano, I'm on year two right now with them. If they want to give me for a third year, uh, the price would go up a little bit more for that. So yeah. I'm just, it's important for people to think about brands. What do you align with? Pick the top three. Because yeah. mm. your social gets very addy, and you want to be tied to just a few What's uh, your authentic self? It, yeah, yeah. because for me, I was grabbing, if you brought me something with a dollar amount, boom, I was doing it. Now, one, I'll always say yes to, Circle K. They are now, for just a one post kind of thing, they pay me the most. Circle K has now paid me the most money. for. So you like, work with oh, them now? Um, I've always worked with them in the past. Yeah. Okay. But this is like, I'm talking about like one time gig, right? Yeah. One yeah. So it's not like a, a contract. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, hey, you're now just for us, for this one picture, for this one picture, we need this from you. Can you do it? And I'm like, hell yeah. So, okay, guys, money. So, <laughs> so, Circle K is one of those ones money, you got to yeah. look out for. So that's Will you a, share how much you got from Circle yeah, K? Yeah, yeah. The biggest one I've got off of a post, I think I'm looking at 7500 for just one post. For that, my other contracts, they about say 20000 but it spreads off of a whole year. Yeah, yeah. One post, I'm about one day, 7500 yeah. Sure, let's do that. And that what does, what does Circle K want to advertise? Is it the um, convenience store, the gas, or like what? Usually <laughs> the store, not, not, not the oh, gas. Yeah. So it's like all their fast, like bang energy drinks, for mm. example. And these um, energy drinks, uh, <laughs> food, whatever it is, it's all about convenience with Circle K. So when you go to Circle K, they want you to think about the food selection, not necessarily the gas, because gas, you're going to need that. Yeah, anyways, no regardless. What. Yeah. Food, you might not think about, oh, what can I get from Circle K today? Hot dogs, all this kind of stuff. And they do a great job by putting it out there. So I work with them probably like once every six months or so. And when I do, that's another seventy-five or 8000 yeah. whatever the case could be. That, that per- that's, period. that's dope. Here's so, a plug. Uh, yeah. At Circle K, sponsor <laughs> yeah. me. I'll bring something every time. We will. Yeah. So, hey. A big goat. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, shoot. I'll, I'll sponsor meals, though, for everybody, everybody on the show. Hey. DeMar, put us on, baby. Put us on. So if anyone needs in the influencer world, like contracts or someone to talk to, shout out RM Warner Law. That's my brother over there. Yeah. So he does that. He handles a lot of... Well, he's a lawyer, so yeah. he all the you can hit him up. Arm Warner Law, fellas. Do you have any questions before we wrap up? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, yeah. Two questions. We got to do the questions, of course, that we talked about. Uh, I feel like I was kind of spreading, sprinkling them throughout the, oh, the process. Okay, yeah, okay, I don't okay. Really. So he wasn't doing the game. <laughs> all right, whatever. All right, so uh, last thing: How did it feel like when you went to a Scottsdale Mall and you saw your picture? In the oh, that was that was, that was that was awesome, man. I like that one. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, shout out to Lulu uh, Scottsdale Quarter. That I'm one of the ambassadors for over that location. It's nice, man. You walk in. I basically am the face of the whole entire right side of the store. So when you walk in, right, you walk, it's like, you see my big picture, I'm face on the bike, all this kind of stuff, and you see all the clothes. I have seen that. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in that store, too, low key. So when you said bike, I was like, oh, hold on a second. I was, yeah. Dang, that's so it's, so it's me, so it's like myself, a guy named Josh, who's like the run ambassador, and my girl Priscilla. She does all like the training stuff, like does uh, dance classes, all this kind of stuff, too, and spin as well. So we all have our sides of the store. My sides cover everything you want to do if you want to train or athleisure. Chances are my sides decide you want that. You want running shoes, running clothes, you know, training, that stuff in the middle. And then woman attire, for the most part, all on the left side. So it's kind of cool on having your own section. Hey, the DeMar section he has all these shorts, the newest line of this, the seasonal this, jacks he might have worn. And I chances I have majority of those clothes at my, at my closet already. It's just fits awesome. those clothes, but yeah, it's nice. 
Like it's, and, feels uh, on, it's surreal. One last thing before we uh, wrap this up. Yeah, who yeah. would you like to see on this show? Or who you think we could possibly get on this show? On you guys' podcast? Let's yeah. see. Um, think with it. I'm trying to think. Who's my look? Um, if you guys want to stick around with the Bachelor vibe, my mm. boy Jacob Rapini, I interviewed him not too long, or interviewed him. He's a part of my podcast not too long ago. Mm. He lives here in Scottsdale, by the way, and he's yeah. currently on the season. Um, the only thing about that, contracts, he may have mm. to wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But reach out to him, see what happens. Definitely. He's a good guy to talk to. Yeah. Um, do you know Olivia Kaiser from uh, Love Island? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if she's around, I know she's always busy, but she, mm. she lives here too. Uh, she is somebody you might reach out to. She's on the challenge this year as well, too. Mm, okay. So she's a big name out there. For sure. Um, there's a couple of other people from Love Island who lives here now, too. I'm friends with a lot of them from season three, that is. Yeah. Besides that, that, that dope. yeah, besides that, Sitting I'm sure, sure there's somebody, because Arizona yeah. and Scottsdale specifically. Yeah, we got a lot a of people. Hub yeah, for yeah, for a sure. lot of big names out there that's beyond what, what I, I could even do. True. Yeah. And then, Damar, you got to put all your socials because you uh, also yes. run a podcast. Yes, Let the camera yeah, know. Yeah, so I'm on a hey. podcast with Ivan. It's called The Vibe Pod. V-I-B-E Pod. The Vibe Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about reality TV, focusing right now on Bachelor in Paradise because that's what's currently going on. But yep. we're going to focus on other stuff too. Uh, dating topics, real life, and we just joke around and try to get people to laugh and just join in on our point of view because it's not often you get two guys of color talking about a dating show. Right. So, love it. And who actually on it? So it. that's that. Um, at Damar Jackson for my Instagram, just my name, Damar Jackson. Instagram have my old handle that DJ from SoCal. Um, TikTok, same thing, DJ from SoCal. I think that's about it. Oh, and also TikTok, the Vibe Pod. So we're all we're all Perfect. on it. Just look love for it. me. Look for the Vibe Pod. Synonymous at this point in time. And Perfect. we thank you, bro, for for you know taking your time out to be on these shows because I know you have like a busy schedule. Yeah, yeah and your time is valuable. Yeah. Yeah. on a Monday, right? Yeah. Monday yeah. morning, yeah. Getting, getting coffee. Yeah. Hey, but honest, honestly, you're a real one. You're a real one, DJ. I appreciate you. And, of course, uh, having the patience and. Uh, this morning, getting here. First. Oh yeah, you was late. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh hey. Hey, hey for the know, viewers, y'all was, always gonna know was, from the vlog. He was, he was, late. Fuck it, he was late. It's alright though. We still and, love and, you. And ten, ten second break. That's why we need uh, a circle. K. I need you, Circle K. So when I show up late with a drink and some food from you. There's a reason, you know. They'll help me get here faster. Yes, because it's more convenient. I see. Yeah. Funny guy. Hey, that's it, man. The wrap up. Yeah, absolutely. Thank y'all. Appreciate you. We just finished up a really successful episode with Demar Jackson. Shout out to Tay for bringing him on, yeah, bro. Honestly, this episode's a banger. Like, he dropped a lot of knowledge that you guys are gonna see. We gonna get the clips in uh, to be promoting all this stuff. You know, Q asked some tough questions in the back. He's the one uh, holding the camera right now. But no, I'm not. Honestly, <laughs> prove it. Prove it. Prove it. <laughs> Hold up. Before you start. What are those, bro? What are the? Oh shit! Oh, okay, okay. Y'all got the fits. Even Junior was like, "Nice Jordan." It's getting a little hot though. You know, it's a little cooler in the morning. But honestly, this episode was a little different. You know, most of the time we've been bringing in like some athletes, uh, but you know, have a different perspective on the show. You know, a lot of women and guys like me who are married and uh, get stuck watching that show. <laughs> with their wives or whatever, whether you want to or not, it's not an option. It's a uh, it's mandatory. But honestly, uh, Demar was super down to earth, real cool. Uh, he's good people, man. So shout out to Demar. Yeah, shout out to Demar, man. Came in, dropped some real gems. I feel like I learned a lot today, man. I think you guys are gonna love this episode. So right. stay tuned because we definitely gonna be dropping. We drop every Friday, 
So like, follow, subscribe. Friday is 11 a.m. and we're gonna be yeah. dropping the gem clips too. So be on the lookout. You heard it here, Friday at 11. 11. <laughs> <laughs>